these guys survived the David Kahn era of Timberwolves basketball and live to tell about it. It's Flagrant Howls. Wow. 211 to 186 last night, boys. What an all-star game. People love complaining about all-star games. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yep. They do, and you know what? They're never going to ever resemble what people want again. So, Well, the, I, I do Except have three three Wolves takes for you, and, the, and we will do the All-Star game discussion as one of them. I have a, a strong take on it. But how about Cat dropping 50 last night? So Cat Cat <laughs> took the box score is hilarious. I watched the first half. I saw Cat had like four consecutive uncontested layups. Congratulations. Uh, he dropped 50. The box score is ridiculous. So he shot the ball 35 times. The next closest was the MVP, Damian Lillard, who shot 26 times in a winning effort for the East. Only three personal fouls called in that game, in case you're wondering if guys were playing any level of intense defense. It's yours now. <laughs> and there was a hope I saw that, that the game was going to be more competitive. Like they went, what, back to Eastern versus the Western Conference? They did. By the yeah. way, shout out. Uniforms were good. I like sure. those. Very solid. But um, I don't. The whole thing about thinking it was going to be competitive, I don't get. I liked when they used to just wear their own respective jersey. I oh. like that one. I like that more than like the the generic West and East situation. I used I to like think, when they would just I wear think their jersey. It, it's get cons- it gets confusing like, it now. Would, it would be a hell of confusing. Like I'm, not, I'm not denying uniforms. that it would be very confusing. <laughs> Did the an NBA where their own baseball did, which I loved. I'd like to see baseball go back to that. I thought we did have a couple yeah. years where, like, <laughs> they had they had a couple years. They wore they, their own. They wore their own. Yeah, in like the early two thousands, I think they did. I'm just look, googling random All Star games. 1998 All Star game. They wore their uniforms. Yeah, the 98 All Star game. It's like Kobe dunking in a Lakers jersey with okay. Penny Hardaway in a Magic jersey behind him. MJ in his Bulls uniform. So there, yeah, there was a day where you had these. Their, yeah, because baseball, I think hockey's always worn an alternate all-star jersey of sorts. Mm-hmm. But I loved ba- baseball when, when they would wear their, their jerseys. I thought it was great. It's it's also merchandise, right? It's a way to just oh, sell God, yeah. a bunch of, of course new merch, whatever. Oh, so, okay, this is uh, this is a Timberwolves lifestyle podcast here, Flagrant Howls. It's the, the all-star break week. So you got guys kicking their feet up even kicking their feet up during the game last night. And I've got three Wolves takes for you here, gentlemen, starting with this one. Now, I deleted my tweet. Judd left his up. So I'm going to, my first take is people, including me, were way too hard on Cat when they saw that Rachel Nichols clip. Mm. I interpreted, I think, the way you did at first. And I saw a couple other people going at him, too. I'm going to read you the quote, and I will, I will do my apology, but... Rachel Nichols tweeted out, and it's a video clip too. Cat tells me why he's been comfortable seating a chunk of the Wolves spotlight to Anthony Edwards. Quote from Cat: Why can't two legends coincide? Remember KG and Marbury? Why not us being able to take the torch and run with it? Just being able to put our egos aside, we both want to see each other win. Now, I saw that clip and first thought to myself, wait a second. Is he using KG and Marbury? He's saying he's talked to KG before. Is he using KG and Marbury as an example of two guys putting their egos aside? Because that's not at all what happened. Ego is essentially Steph's ego blew that relationship up, and then he demanded a trade after like three years. 
so, of course, I retweeted without having maybe watched it a second, third time and said, I think Cat needs a history lesson, like a Wolves history lesson. And rightfully so, I got clowned. He said, no, no, no. He's saying he, he is learning from history that these guys couldn't put their egos aside in the late 90s. That's not going to happen again with Anthony Edwards and myself. Now, you could take issue with the word legends. Why can't two legends coincide? Yeah, which I didn't even take. I didn't even question that. Didn't I'm not even going to rip him for that. I'm just yep. saying I initially thought, oh, what is he talking about? He doesn't know Wolves history. No, he knows Wolves history. He's been talking to KG. And he's saying Anthony Edwards and myself don't want to repeat what happened 25 years ago. So people need to back off Carl Anthony Towns for that quote last night. The problem was he said it wrong, and and you have to be. And the issue is, if you're going to say what he said, you have to make it clear there was no torch. The torch he's t- talking about burned Target Center to the ground. It did. So it's a terrible example in the way that he said it. Now, if he said, and by the way, I think this is not only what he's saying. I believe, unless he's lying, which I don't think that that he is, that he is prepared along with Ant to carry the wolves by by putting. Egos aside, but the issue is you have to say that then. You have to say, I'm not going to be like Steph was. Like, you're literally talking about a torch that got dropped and the building was a five-alarm fire. But I think he views himself as the KG because he's the one that makes more money, just like KG did. Right. He's the one that's older. He's the big man. But but he said it wrong. And and sometimes you just, dude, you got to be negative. If you're gonna bring that that up, you gotta bring then then he's gotta say that ants not Steph. He's trying to and because there was no torch. A torch is a torch would be carried from like Bird and McHale. That's the torch. You're not handed a torch. Steph tripped and burned everybody. So yeah, the, the I, torch was already. It was on the terribly ground. put. It was awfully put. Um, but I also said, you know what, Ant? And Cat and Cat especially have been great. I've been praising Cat because when he said two legends, at first you are like, okay, let's slow down there. But I'm like, no, you know what? This is fine. This is fine. But he has to learn the lesson. If you're going to say this, you've got to bring reality to the table and say, Steph, drop the torch. We won't. Okay, real quick. of On the legends thing, okay, of the four players talked about yeah, in know. this quote, right, there's one legend. It's Kevin Garnett. Steph Marbury was a legend in China for a couple of years not with those Starberry shoes. Not right? even close to being a legend. Yes. He was a legend right. growing up in New York Coney City, Island. Coney Island. Coney mm-hmm. Island. Yes, Coney Island. he was. Not an NBA legend at all whatsoever. Correct. I think Anthony Edwards could be a legend yep. at some point. Yep. Carl, not a legend yet. Now, you could say Carl's a legend in Wolves lore because there's like not that many legends in Wolves lore. But I think to be a legend, you got to at least like win a championship, right? You got to. I think you is there a legend in sports that hasn't won a championship? Ernie Banks. I guess yeah. There's probably some baseball. Like we're splitting hairs here a little bit, but your overall point I agree with completely. Okay, I do think you're being too hard on him. I think I understand what he's saying. When I read it over and when I saw the clip the first time. I, went course, back I got I got Twitter fingers and was like, I think he needs a history yeah, lesson. Well, I kept getting notes though. But here so so I want to clear one thing up. All right. If you're enjoying, if you've been a Wolves fan and you are enjoying this, knock yourself out. It's awesome. You deserve this, okay? And if you've been a Wolves fan, let's just say since 2010, 
You deserve this. Absolutely. Okay. But don't come at people who were there for as much as I saw. Like 99, like the stuff thing is a, it, in, when you read the whole Garnett quote from that, he makes it very clear. Steph burned it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the, you know, if you want to defend Cat, that's great as a player. But don't try to, like, go back if, if you are, like, 21 or 22. Don't try and go back to a period that you weren't at and say, well, this is what he meant. And wow. Sports dad is sports shaming his sports children You don't children know the right legend. Now. You don't know the legend of what transpired. How Get off sports dad's lawn, you young how Wolves fans. St- how he forced his way out. You should enjoy this. Have fun <laughs> with it. But don't tell me the history of a franchise that I've seen the entire thing for. And a lot of it was an absolute gong show and but disaster. He's, but but Cat and I know you're you're talking about like young fans chirping you you know in the comment section whatever. But Cat, as I interpret this now, Cat is respecting what happened and trying to learn from what happened. So, bravo, Cat, for understanding yeah. Wolves' history. You don't have to respect it, Cat. Just say Steph was a Steph was a Steph was a cancer. Steph forced yeah, his way exactly. out and ruined that, a really good thing. That's all I want. Just say that. Say Ant is just not crap Steph. on Steph. Yes, just crap on Steph. He's exactly. not welcome back in my arena. And you know what? I'd have a lot more <laughs> respect for that. I sort of like that. I'd rather than bring Terrell Brandon back than Steph Kerr than Steph Marbury for a for a Wolf celebration. Dude, Steph Marbury. I, I still remember how mad people were it was i think it was march of 99 when that yeah. story broke it was in golden dude. state i mean that that team the trajectory was so damn good and he and yes they did have success but steph brought the idea to its knees yep yep and it took him a few years to figure it out and bring cassell and spreewell but uh my family was never quite the same so okay number two take number two speaking of anthony edwards it's official. Anthony Edwards will run this league in five years. LeBron James confirmed it. Mm-hmm. That's my second <laughs> Wolves take for you. So LeBron was on the TNT panel. I think this was yesterday. It was. It was like the pre, they had a big long yep. pregame thing yesterday. Yep. And they asked him, hey, you know, you guys, you're old. Steph Curry is old. Durant, you guys are all 35 plus. LeBron, you're 39. Who's going to run this league Who's taking the torch after you guys right off into the basketball sunset? And LeBron said, Shea Gilgis Alexander yep. and Ant Man. Those are the those are two of the guys that can continue to take the torch after Steph, KD, and myself. The guys who've been setting the standard for so many years are done. Ant has the charisma. I love that. So he singled out Anthony Edwards. Yep. So LeBron, Steph, Durant, those guys are all like Mount Rushmore of modern day NBA. They're all thirty five plus. James Harden, who's not quite on that level, but James Harden's 34, Paul George, Kawhi, they're all like mid-30s. So there's like a group of these guys kind of transitioning out. Do you think that's accurate? In five years, do you think Anthony Edwards will be, like as we look at LeBron, Durant, Steph, the last five or six years, last 10 years, will Ant be one of those guys in oh, five yeah. years from now? Oh, I think that's definitely the case. And look, you know what? We know that in the last two years, Ant has done some things off the court that are questionable. But I will ask you this question. As a fan of basketball, do you find it possible to dislike him? 
You know what? There was a moment when he was shooting left-handed in the skills competition did, after the third brick up really the side of the backward. I was like, Ant, Ant, let's rein it in. Let's rein it in. Did that really bother but, you, though? But no, I love watching him. His personality is a breath of fresh air. Uh, maybe he should respect the skills competition moving forward. But <laughs> Now, I, I got a quick question there. Did people really get upset about that? I think there. I think some people were mildly annoyed. You know, the broadcast was mildly annoyed. Well, Kenny, the, Kenny Smith his, was his annoyed teammates, by his everything. Teammates were kind of annoyed by it too because they're trying to win a skills competition. Oh God, yeah, I, Kenny, I, Kenny Smith, man, what, what was that? He had a rough Saturday. She yeah. needs to be shooting with the regulation ball, dude. What, Kenny? Yeah, from their three down, point dude. line. From their <laughs> three point line, like the whole thing was a great, was really really cool. But anyway, yes, I believe that Ant, both as a player and a personality, will be. Well, he, he's big now, will be enormous, and provided he stays healthy, I think he will be one of the top five players in the league, and maybe the most beloved, like as far as the go-to quote. Yeah. Um, there's just, it's, as a player, it's very hard to dislike him. Well, here, and I just, I'm just looking at, like, guys who are, who in, who in five years are still going to be in their prime. And I think we we sometimes go too far and think of only the guys that are in their early 20s. But, dude, Giannis, Giannis and Jokic are going to only be 33, 34 years old. All the guys I mentioned before, Steph Curry, KD, those guys are older now than these dudes will be in five years. So I don't think we can forget to put Giannis on this list. What's Luka going to be? Luka's going to be 29 in five years. So he's absolutely going to be in this conversation. Devin Booker is going to be 32 Sabonis in Sacramento, who's averaging almost a triple-double. He's leading the league in rebounding, scoring 20 a game. He's going to be 32 years old. Not necessarily a face-of-the-league household name right now because of where he plays, but he's in that mix. Jason Tatum, dude, he's only 25 years old right now. He's been in all these deep playoff runs for the last six years. So he'll only be 30 years old, and he'll still be likely playing in Boston, right, one of the big markets. Yep. SGA, you know, Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to be 29. Tyrese Halliburton, 28 years old in five years. Anthony Edwards will be 27. And then I'll put Wemby on this list because Wemby's only going to be 24, 25 years old in 2029. What's Jalen Brunson? So he's currently 26, right? 27. Yeah, he's got to be mid-20s. And he's, he's like top old. six or top seven in scoring. Playing for the New York Knicks too, so he's That's you know, what I was say. face he's of that franchise. Of Absolutely. So can you? I think. But yes, I can. Can he be right in that there. mix with Giannis 100%. and Jokic in five years from now? Is kind of the question. Absolutely. Yeah, we're pretty yeah. much in a transitional period too, right? LeBron's getting older, Durant's getting older, Chris Paul's going to be retiring soon. Like Steph, Clay, that dynasty has kind of ran its course. They're they're beginning to transition into the new era, which I think is honestly going to be good for the game too. And plus, who who are you going to of the, these groups as well? Who are you going to market? Giannis for sure. Yeah, but like Ant is so marketable. That's the thing. He's not only a really good player, a great player when when he's going well, but he is so marketable. He's got that smile, that sort of personality. Yeah, and he like sounds Finchy all the time. And also like fans, Giannis and Jokic. You know, these are foreign players that have come in and have become wildly popular, but. There's something about the U.S. born players, right? That sure. we do we do get behind the guys that are that are playing for Team USA and the Olympics and then the in the yes the World Cup, right? So, you know, half the guys I just mentioned are international players, 
So can Anthony Edwards maybe take that torch for top homegrown United States player that gets marketed? I don't know. Can he do it in Minnesota, too? I think he has a better chance to do it in Minnesota now than maybe 20 or 30 years ago. I mean, Giannis is – think about this. Like, Giannis is in Milwaukee. Jokic is in Denver. Booker and – I mean, Durant's been a bunch of places, but Oklahoma City and Phoenix, he did win two championships in one of the big markets, Golden State. Shea Gildas-Alexander, Oklahoma City. You don't have to be in Miami or playing for the Lakers to be a face of the league anymore. I think being in like Sacramento is still probably not positive because you're on the West Coast, so you're playing late starts and you don't yeah, get fair. a ton of attention. But I think, you know, if if you are the Lakers, perhaps the Clippers, you're fine, obviously. But if you're in the Eastern or Central time zones, people are going to see you. Yeah. Like Ant will be on TNT. Yeah, and he should he should be on more even I mean, down the stretch here. They'll flex some games. It's going to start at what eight or nine here on Friday, right? Yeah, is that are we still doing the Stephen A. All Access? As far as I know, didn't you say that? No, then he he like was taken to the hospital for like twisting an ankle or something. Yeah, in a, yeah he is he is he okay? He slipped and fell. I think. Well, he's probably too old to be trying to do what he was trying <laughs> to do. To play some basketball. <laughs> at least he didn't slip down the stairs. <laughs> Um, okay, I have a, a third take for you guys here in a second, but a shout out to our friends at First Equity Mortgage. So a few years back, I had a great experience refinancing my home at the time with David over at First Equity, which has been in the market for 24 years, going back to basically the turn of the uh, the century. So they know what they're doing at First Equity. They pride themselves on treating every customer as a friend and a neighbor, supporting the community. And David over at First Equity is a 20-year season ticket holder of Wolves and Lynx basketball tickets. So he's one of us for sure. He's a long-suffering. He knows what happened with Steph. He knows what happened with Steph. Yep. So you can check him out at femort.com. That's femort.com. Scornorth.com keyword David also works. Judd, tell the audience how they can get in basketball shape these days. That is as simple as this, in fact, there's Sports Dad right there, down 40 pounds. How thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. That's not only going to get you in basketball shape, that's going to get you in shape. So all of those clothes that might not fit after the winter, guess what? Livia is here to solve your problems. And the best part is this. They will help you keep that weight off. First three months you join right now, those are free. That's right. I said it. Those are are free. Three months for free. You're losing weight. You're feeling great. And you're just started with the program that I can tell you and a lot of people who watch and consume Score North because they've joined can tell you it absolutely works. 855-GO-LIVIA, livia.com. How do you spell it? L-I-V-E-A.com. Check them out. Okay, take number three here. People need to stop complaining about All-Star games. What, like... First of all, as with anything in life, you're not forced to watch. You can, you know, you can just not yeah. consume something and right. not complain about it. Right. You don't have to. Ju- you don't have to complain about everything that's not. Per- and by the way, Anthony Edwards came out after the game last night, and somebody asked him about just the non-competitive nature of the games. And you know, we had a team score 200 points last night for the first time. They weren't playing any defense. It's just you know, they're just the top players in the world running around throwing alley-oops to each other for two and a half hours. It is, it's been that way for 20 Luca. years, right? Yeah. Luca's stuffing himself on, 
throwing it from half court, stuffing himself on a on a dunk. <laughs> but Anthony Edwards, I'm paraphrasing, basically said, "This is time off for us. Right. No one's looking to come here and compete at a high level. Right. We're trying to. We're, this is a rest and recovery period for us, and we're here to have fun. I look at it as fun. I don't know how you can make it more competitive. I just come here to have fun. Basically, is what he said. Right. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I don't know why we get all worked up every time there's an All Star game. We're like." They're not trying. They're not playing defense. Okay. Did it ruin your Sunday? I don't know. It's not the way that it was 40 years ago. Sorry. Well, Get over it, people. All-Star games are for the sponsors. Like, they are they are a place for you that leagues wine and dine their top sponsors. And the weekend's great fun. And so, like, we used to, we're still used to it. I don't know why, because it's been so long, but we're still like, well, it used to be competitive. And you know what? It did. A lot of things used to be different. This one to me, I just don't care that much. But at the end of the day, if you really wanted to do the right thing, football did it. Which is if you don't want it, like if you're like, okay, this game's an embarrassment. It's a joke, right? Eliminate the game. Do other things. Uh, come up with a different idea. Like, we also have this whole thing. You you could name all-star teams. And, and I mean, the National F- Football League did exactly this. You could name all-star teams and never really play the game. Like, we don't debate the all-star teams based on, uh, I think the Eastern Conference got an unfair advantage. We debate it based on who is named an all-star. And that's the most fun. The actual game, who cares? But I'm just saying, if this offends the leagues or they don't want to do this anymore, re Imagine it, re-image it at this point. It's 2024. Nothing's stopping you but, from well, having a weekend. But in, in football, I think the injury risk is just as much why they got rid of the game. You can't really play a football game half speed, and, and guys guys don't want to get hurt. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying there, there's, there's other ways to do this there, if you but, want. Okay, but like what would – so let's do a two-night skills challenge then. So we're going to do the three-point contest and the dunk contest, and then we're going to well, – what are we going to do, like a long drive contest? I mean, that's what the all, NFL is doing. <laughs> Well, first of all, here's what you do, and and uh, this won't fly because the league likes this, but the reality is this. The NBA All-Star Game, for instance, should be rotated among Las Vegas. Like, it should never be But here. how would that change the game? Oh, no, I'm just saying, if you were to take the weekend and re-imagine it as a different type of experience for, like, the sponsors and stuff... Go to Vegas, Hawaii, find different ideas. But I, I'm I'm with you. I just don't I just don't care anymore. And it doesn't stop us from having great debates about who's named to all star teams, which ultimately is what we want to do. Here's the funny part though. Like so. people people think it needs to be fixed because the scores are getting out of hand and no one's playing defense. Let's go okay, let's go back to the glory the glory days of when the all star game was competitive, right? In the late 80s, we had a 154 to 149 final score. We had a 143 to 134. We had a 153 to 113, a 135 to 132. Like they're they're scoring 50 more points now because guys are shooting more threes than they were in the 80s. But they weren't they might lock it down. If the game is close in the last 5 minutes, okay, Hockey maybe Jordan's slapping the floor and maybe they're playing defense, but people right. act like oh, this is a this is a new phenomenon with these young players that don't give a rip. Every year, it really hasn't been that much different in the past. I'm sorry. Hockey's the same way. Yeah, it's not. 
There, there is, again, I will say this. I think there's only one All-Star game worth playing. Like, I still think that the baseball one can be fun. But besides that, if you, like, tune in for competitive action in hockey or basketball or when, when they, they play to football, I think that's more of a yeah. you problem. And in baseball, like, inherently, offense, defense is – so I, I am an All-Star pitcher. I'm not going to throw underhand. Right. Like, I'm going yeah. to th- throw my stuff. And you're going to try and hit it. So we're both, even if we're both only trying like 90%, I'm still throwing the ball 98 miles an hour and you're trying to hit it out of the ballpark. Sure. And the NBA, everyone's just trying to hit, get their offense in. Everyone's just trying to throw lobs and, and I, whatever. Like I just, people get outraged every year. We need to fix this. Do we? Millions of people tune in. Sponsors seem to love it for the most yeah. part. And players are having fun for like three hours on TV. Yeah. Personally, if they slap if, the floor a couple more times, would, it, would that, would if that I was fix a player, it for you? I'd prefer not to play, and I I would go like our guy Gobert did, and get some salt water therapy and be very happy with that. Wouldn't it be funny? Go back and re envision last night's All Star game, where the Eastern Conference is putting up two hundred eleven points. If we had strategically placed like twenty three minutes of Rudy Gobert out Just there for chunks of that game, and he's the only one playing defense. <laughs> yep. Would they have, oh, the would they have held the East under you, 200 points? The traditionalists would have loved that. And Gobert would have shot some threes in that game too, right? And then he would have come down, twisted an ankle, and been out for five games. I'm very happy with him. R&R. So, I don't know. Stop complaining about All-Star games is my, yeah, is well, my take. Like you said, just don't watch it. Yep. All right, boys. That's a wrap on this All-Star weekend recap. Quick episode of Flagrant Howls. Uh, Kyle back in the mix tomorrow. And then Jim Pete, remember, weekly on Thursdays, schedule pending. Some of the road trips get a little tricky, but uh, it's a blast having Jim Peterson on board here at Flagrant Howls for the rest of the season, too. This is a Timberwolves lifestyle podcast.